I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Welcome to episode 245 of the Cantobite Dispatch. I'm Emily Lynn, and with me, as always, it's my delightful co-host, Brittany Brown. Hi, Brittany. Hello. How are you? I'm doing all right. How are you doing this Wednesday evening? Is it Wednesday? Yeah, it's okay. it's Wednesday. It's the day of the winds. Um, yeah, doing good. Survived uh, getting my tires uh all filled up with air at the tire shop. So I, I always feel so intimidated when, like, I go to, like, you know, car places. Because, like, I don't fucking know anything about cars. And I see everyone working on these cars, and they have all these, like, big muscles. And, like, here's little <laughs> me. And I'm just like, I just need my tires pumped. I mean, that but, is, that's what they're there for, then, you know. Especially if you're just going for that. There's only, like, so many ways they can, like, fuck you over because you don't know anything about cars. Yeah. And, you know, they're always so nice. They're always you know, calling me ma'am or miss or, you know, telling me to have a good day, which is like really nice because like I don't think that, you know, a lot of people like tell me that like throughout the day. <laughs> like if I'm like talking to people on the phone at work or something. No, I'm kidding. But um, but yeah, it, that's always nice. But yeah, I'm, I'm good. Uh, you know, Emily, I love the holidays. You know that like I'm mm-hmm. I love Christmas. I love, you know, the the reason for the season. I love the Christmas music. I love everything, but like I'm ready for it to end. <laughs> Jeez, that's not good. I'm ready for this holiday season to end. Like I don't know why. I think just after last year, you know, I got in that car accident last year, and then the, you know this past week has like not been my week. Like I just, I'm just ready for the holiday season to be over, or to find a reason for me not to want it over because. I just can't catch a break, Emily. I mean, it'll be over soon. I mean, that's yeah. kind of scary because well, it's almost it's almost the end of the year. That's insane. Yeah. Well, maybe James Cameron will save me with his Blue People movie. Dude, I gotta say, I'm kind of getting kind of excited about it. Look, I don't even <laughs> I don't even really think I'm gonna like this movie because I'm not a huge action movie fan. And it's going to be too much because I don't really like 3D. It gives me a headache or makes me feel sick. And it's over three hours long. And I don't like long movies unless they're made by Martin Scorsese or Paul Thomas Anderson. And I especially don't like long action movies. But I'm just fascinated to know what it is. 
because going into the first one, I knew what the big technological leap was. I mean, yes, of course, like 3D has been around for ages and every couple, you know, every decade or so it seems to come back. But Cameron had elevated it to a level that had not been done before. And it was seen at IMAX, a phenomenal experience, even if it's not a great movie. But I don't, like, I don't know what this movie could have that is that same, like, level up. So I'm I'm really interested to see this very, very, very expensive movie that he took a billion years to make. I want you, because I don't know when I'm going to see it. I think I'm either seeing it this week or early next week with my dad, because my dad really wants to see it. And I keep telling him I owe him one because he took me to the airport the other day when I had to go to some work thing in Oakland. And he's like, all right, take me to the movies. And I'm just like, oh, shit. Like, we get to go see the, the movie soon. But it's three hours long. How are, like, I need to know, like, the, the pee moments. Like, there's this website that, like, tells you, like, when to pee during a movie. So, like, I'm going to have to look that up or depend on you. But also, I, I feel like I want you to, like, as soon as you watch the movie, like, I want you to do, like, the King Tom thing where, like, you give me, like, a one-word review. <laughs> Even if it's, like, shit. Or, like, it just something stupid. Like, I I want to go into the movie, like, thinking of, like, your buzzword. I've, I've also, I've never gone to a 40X movie before. So I'm interested for that. And also, I just want to see my friend Steve. That's why I'm going to see Avatar. Is so I can hang out with my friend Steve. I love your friend Steve. I mean, he's our friend Steve. You know, I, I don't talk with Steve much, but you know what? He's my friend too. He wanted to make you go see the Minions movie, and that makes me friends with anyone. So, and also, I got a shout out to fucking Sean because I told Sean to watch Pocahontas too, and he fucking watched it. I'm like, wow, no one ever tell, no one ever listens to me when I tell them to do things. So, wow. I mean, he's I, always been my friend, but I like, would, he's my friend too. I would especially not listen to you if you told me to watch Pocahontas too. Oh, so. God bless him. <laughs> I'm dying, but no, he was still watching like Disney sequels, and he was talking about how bad the Hunchback of Notre Dame was, or something. And I was like, "You need to watch Pocahontas," because like I grew up watching like both that movie and the sequel movie. <laughs> and the sequel movie is like really bad, and I don't know why I'm in a coughing fit now. But I'm so happy you're seeing Steve. Are you guys going to dinner before, or like getting um, food or drinks? We're gonna meet. There's a there's a holiday market in union square which is where we're seeing the movie so we're just we're gonna walk around there i mean they there are food stalls in there so we might grab something i need to find a present for my sister-in-law and hopefully for my brother because i still do not have anything for them and christmas is like in a week and a half i know i'm fucked i've done like no christmas shopping like i usually have everything done it doesn't help that like we're not doing christmas with carlos's family like after christmas so i'm already like okay like i have to get 50 people gifts like after christmas that's fine but then like my family i'm like oh my god the fucking arguello family like keeps expanding like lily just got here and it's like i just i close my eyes and open them and there's like five more kids crazy (laughs) yeah i let's see I sent stuff straight from Amazon to my parents, although half of my dad's present I'm still waiting on because dad is coming from the UK. And what I should have done is have 
celebrity artist Chris Hall send that directly to my dad. But I wasn't thinking about it, so I gave him my address. So now I gotta wait for it to get to me and then send it to my dad. And there's like a like a lot of postal strikes happening in the UK right now. So that I'm sure delayed it. It's not good. I hope it gets there. It, you know, my dad's not one who's going to care. But yeah, if but he gets care. half of his present, then he is getting an empty picture frame. And that is not a great gift. Because it's not like a super fancy picture frame. I mean, not that my dad would ever want a super fancy picture frame. But it's like a picture shape on Amazon. What did celebrity artist Chris Hall do for your dad? I don't want to say because sometimes my dad listens to this podcast because he's weird. Oh, that's right. I, mean, I, I know, know we have I, my. Yeah. I know we might have some new listeners after this too because for some reason I get drunk and I start talking about my Star Wars podcast. I do so. Oh no! No one should know, listen to this. Bad. I know it's bad. I don't know why. Like drunk me like really like maybe because i like love you so much and i'm like here's emily <laughs> emily does this star wars podcast that's really good and she adds so much insight to it and all i do is talk about pocahontas too and other <laughs> random shit happening in my life but yeah oh that's nice that dad still listens i don't think any of my family listens i don't know that shouldn't. he still listens but like sometimes he'll say something it'll like sometimes he'll mention something that he saw that i tweeted and, but I, but not always, so I don't know. Well, I can't wait for your dad to get his present from celebrity artist Chris Hall, which I haven't heard from him at all. Like, is he okay? Like, He's is good. he, like, freaked out too much that, like, I'm his number one fan? Because that can be really intimidating sometimes. <gasps> I think he's just not on Twitter very much these days. I know him and Strut aren't. And I, I miss Strut, but I talk to Strut on Twitter. So, I mean, on um, Facebook. Because we're all 80 years old. Me, him, and Catherine <laughs> talking about Disney. <laughs> oh, but I have to... Oh, oh. oh no, go ahead. Oh, no. no mine, was a, more important. Mine, mine was a to- topic change, so... Oh, no. We need a topic change, or else I'm going to go on here forever in this little boat. I was going to say that I finished The Crown, finally. Oh, what'd you think? Um... I think it's probably the weakest season so far, but I, I still enjoyed it. Uh, it just, I, it felt like when it got to the end of the season, I kind of went, wait, that's the end of the season. It, it didn't seem to have quite as much of a through line as some of the previous ones. And like the episodes, like when the season ends, it's like on her being sad on the boat. And I'm like, I'm not really supposed to feel sorry for her about this stupid boat. I love how we came back to the boat. Like, I love those that first episode when everyone was like, dude, you fucking old people in your fucking boat. And them just, like, trying desperately to, like, make the boat, you know, just putting funds together. And it's like, that's going to look so but bad. Then when fucking Tony, look, look, I don't give Tony Blair much credit for anything. But when Tony Blair's like, you could have a boat, but you're just going to have to lease the boat. And they're just, like, so horrified that they would have to lease a fucking boat. Like fuck you, rich people are the fucking worst. They should have fucking leased the boat. I mean, that would have been the least of their worries, you know, because that was like in the like late nineties, like right before Diana died too. So like that, yeah. I don't know. 
Maybe, maybe God. worry about, maybe like lease a boat and not plan to murder your ex daughter in law. Yeah. Oh, did you watch um, Harry and Meghan on Netflix? No, I'm not sure if I'm going to watch that one or not. I am deciding. What did you think? I really liked it. I really love them. Yeah, I do too. Like, they're so good. And, like, you know, God bless Harry. Like, Harry's really been through it. And, you know, you always revert back to, like, him and him dressing up as a Nazi for Halloween all those years ago. But he talks about it and how, like, that was the biggest mistake of his life. And, you know, I, I'm not saying that, like, I for, I have no place to forgive him for what he did. But, you know, I definitely, like, feel for him that he feels, like, this, like, immense regret, you know, talking about how, you know, he talked to the Holocaust survivor afterwards. And he did, like, all the work to, like prove that like he's not a fucking nazi but yeah that's the thing that's the thing about harry is he he seems to have actually done the work and that Mm -hmm. is a big difference than with a lot of these like when celebrities you know like you'll see like old pictures dug up with them in blackface or something yeah um and I really like Megan too. What really bothered me though, um, just today was, you know, she had said something like briefly about Kate, about how like, you know, she's like, you know, like Brits aren't really huggers. Like I hugged Kate and like, that's what I realized that like people aren't huggers. And then fucking, you know, I was reading one of my People magazine articles today and I read like, I know I'm 80 years old. Um, I see something like, you know, source from friend of Kate Middleton says Kate is a hugger. She loves hugs. And I'm like, you motherfuckers. Like, just the the fucking worst people. They're the worst people. And you know who also are the worst people? The the ones who still are hating on Megan. Like, from the very fucking beginning. Like, you know, the articles talking about, you know, that she's straight out of Compton and just like all just the racist, horrible shit that Megan's like gone through and like people are still putting her through it. And then her fucking family's putting her through it, like her dad and her half sister. Like, uh, that's just fucking terrible. Yeah, I I really think. I mean, obviously, like, after the the whole, like, Nazi cosplay, I didn't like Harry. But then he was just, like, after that, I was just sort of this dude I didn't ever think about. But the way he stepped up and did what you should actually do when your wife is having a mental health crisis and helping her and getting the fuck out of there, as opposed to, I mean, it's especially, especially because that's all happening at the same time that the crown is on. So you're seeing mm-hmm. that compared to how Charles and everybody treated Diana. And I'm sure that's part of it. I'm sure, I'm sure knowing what his mother went through, it, it is a big reason of why he's so protective of her. But it did make me respect him a lot more. I actually have his, uh, he has a book coming out next month that I have the audiobook on reserve at the library. Oh, that's nice. Is he doing like, the, cause I'm not sure if autobiographies, like do the, the actual people like do the, um, the audio for it. Almost always. And he is doing it. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's hard. I think I might need subtitles for that if like I ever do. Because like for some reason, like sometimes with his accent. I'm sorry. Do you know what subtitles of an audiobook are called? I know. But still, it's like (laughs) I need, I need to read something. You can read, you can read the book. I know, but I want to hear his voice too. But then so I can read because sometimes their accents are so thick. 
It's my fault. I have hard <laughs> of hearing. Subtitles for an audiobook. <laughs> but I I really recommend it. It was like it's really sad, but and I feel like a lot of people are like, well, why are they doing this? And it's like, well, why aren't they? Like, there's so many people talking shit about them, but also like they need to make money. Yeah, like. They, this is their job now. I mean, they're getting paid by Netflix $100 million. So, yeah, I mean, hopefully, like, it's not too traumatic for them to have to relive all that. And, you know, hopefully they're still invited to Charles's coronation if they fucking want to go. They probably don't after we hear what's going to be in um, tomorrow's episodes. But the crown was good though i i I think this was my favorite season of the crown oh okay funny enough um i think because i i i remember just seeing all these pictures of diana and like seeing her in her later years and her Mm -hmm. last couple years unfortunately like just elizabeth debecky did an amazing job yeah I love her. She's great. Mannerisms, everything. Like, that scene that she had with Charles when they were kind of talking about their divorce, and then Charles was, like, getting mad at her because she had that interview when she said Charles wasn't ready to be king. And, like, just that you feel that pain, that marital pain of, like, you know, I used to love this person. This person treated me horribly. And, like, we're having a moment of, like, solace, but then it's, like, going back to the reason why we couldn't last. And... That was really heartbreaking. And you've, you felt that. Yeah. It took me a little bit to be sold on Dominic West as Charles. Because he's just physically not right for the part. But mm-hmm. I think it was a really good performance in the end. Yeah, it was... It was very believable. I thought all the actors did good. I thought because we got actually a decent amount of Margaret this season because last season we didn't. It was nice seeing her reunite with Peter, but it didn't like it. It was nice, but it wasn't like I don't think that happened. I really don't <laughs> think that that. Okay, who knows how and you know like some of this shit. Like who knows? Like I'm sure. Like I mean, it's just entirely possible she was at whatever that dinner was, but because that would they know they'd have records of who was at that, but exactly i just I, don't yeah. want to be teased like I, that makes it, me so sad that like margaret couldn't marry the love of her life because it did of make me it did monarchy. make me cry it did that episode did make me cry because uh you know how much i love peter townsend i know i thought um philip the actor who played philip did really good too i loved um the episodes when him and penny like, they're very strange. I mean, not strange, but their friendship. I really liked that. I really do think that it's just a friendship, but. Yeah, I liked that. And I also uh, liked when um, when the Queen Mother is going off on Elizabeth for some stupid thing and he comes and, like, defends her. I thought that was a nice little scene. Yeah, you know, talking about the horribus and whatever language to talk about how this is your terrible year in monarchy. I don't know. Queen Mother just needs. Oh my God, Queen she Mother. Sucks. I was Queen sitting Mother there going, sucks. I did have to like, because I couldn't remember when she finally died. So I had to look at it. I'm like, oh my God, she's alive for another fucking decade after this. Jesus. Uh, she's still alive. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> 
yeah, she she's going to outlive us all. But overall, yeah, I, I really liked this season. I I think the last season I really liked, but, like, I, I felt so much for, like, Diana and, like, the whole, like, Charles stuff. Because it's, like, you know, for a second their relationship was kind of working and then it wasn't anymore because Charles was jealous because Diana, you know, Diana's fucking Diana. And... I'm not sure if I liked Olivia Coleman as um, Elizabeth as much as I liked um, Claire Foy. And um, who was the actress that played Elizabeth this season? Amelia or Amelia something. She was in Harry Potter. I don't uh, know. Stanton. Media Stanton. I really liked her too. So I think that Olivia Coleman's my least favorite. She's oh, my number weird. two and Claire no, Foy. I think Claire Foy is my favorite, but I also think I I just felt more sympathy for Elizabeth when she was younger. Mm-hmm. Rather than when she is like fully entrenched in it all. Like I love Olivia Coleman's performance. I think it's incredible. I just like at that point I'm like, fuck this lady. Yeah, and even some moments like with Olivia Coleman, you know, like when that um, that terrible accident at the school happened, and like she didn't do anything for a while because like she's Uh, not fucking human. Like she doesn't know what to do. She doesn't know how to feel feelings. Oh my god, that that is kind of my breaking point with that character. I think it's weird to say that character because I know like that's that's a problem when discussing the show is it's that thing of. And it's these not are even, people. Yeah, well, it's not even that these are people because I, because it, it's these are so it's recent people. Like it feels different if I, you know, I'm watching something about Henry VIII. You can just sort of completely fictionalize him. But this is somebody who's alive for, you know, um, pretty much my entire life until <laughs> very recently. So it's a very strange to talk about her as a fictional character. But that's what she is in the crown. I think it's more strange now because she's dead. Mm. I don't think that if she died, like, we would be like, I don't know, like, this is uncomfortable. Like, I think because, like, she's no longer here. She died in September. You know, Charles is now king. I think now it's like, not that we feel like we need to, like, respect the dead, but, like, we have this, like, you know, reserved, like, it's weird. Like, death really does weird things in general. I don't know, but yeah. I always like to think about how accurate this shit is. Yeah, it's hard to know because I mean, so much of it is people's feelings and reactions to things, and that's you're never going to know if that's accurate or not. I wish we had a show where Prince Harry went and watched The Crown and he told us, like, which stuff was real or not. That would get him a lot of money. I would probably pay him some of my money to watch that. I don't think that would be worth the emotional trauma. That's probably true, too. Uh, Poor Harry. Like, Like especially, like, these later seasons. Like, do you want to see your mother's horrific eating disorder? I take that back. Thank you, everyone. Have a great night. (laughs) Uh, yeah but that's the thing is like you forget these are people like these are real people that you know fictionalized to a point and 
yeah, that must be really traumatic for Harry, even William. Like, I mean, I don't even know if William has fucking feelings, but you know, if he does, <laughs> like, he he's probably traumatizing that stuff too. Or he has really thick skin and he's a fucking robot, and like that doesn't affect him. Possibly, because he's I our future. Maybe he's, uh, maybe he's too busy fucking cheating on his wife or whatever. Yeah, there is this like uh, rumor that. Um, he likes like anal sex or something, and like Kate's like, I don't want that. Go no, somewhere else and like, find it. Like, he, he likes he likes being pegged. Was the was the? <gasps> oh, that's right. Was pegged. Which I mean, Do look, a dude that? like fucking go for it, but it was yeah, man. it was a really couple fun couple funny days on Twitter. I mean, yeah, like if you like butt stuff, that's cool. I mean, if you're a king, future king, and you like butt stuff, like cool like let's make that cool for like future kings so they don't have to like hide it you know like your dad talked about how he wants to live in someone like a fucking tampon like why is it weird for you i will i will say this i feel like that conversation has been really misconstrued as if it were like that's like the dirty talk they use to like turn each other on what it really is this, like, they're both laughing about it. It's mm-hmm. this, yes, like, it's this, like, flirtatious thing, and they're talking about how, like, they want to be with each other. But he's not saying he wants to, like, he's not trying to, like, he's not jacking off during that conversation. It's not, like, no, what's like, turning, it's not, out. What it's, it's not what turned him on. They are both think it's hilarious that he's like continuing to talk that way but when people talk about that conversation it's like oh my god this guy gets turned on by the idea of being a tampon blah 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 like no he was just being a kind of a doofus yeah like that's what i'm saying like let us be doofuses about things let us be doofuses about saying that we want to be someone's tampon living up someone's vagina or like talking about like you know i want to put something up my butt you know like why can't we just like just casually say these things like why does it have to be so fucking taboo emily like even though you're the fucking king of england like just say what you say what you're feeling because then like the future kings like won't feel bad because like their conversations were leaked you know talking about you know they want to be like someone's uh uh god what a diva cup or something i don't know i'm trying to think of like just just things you know let's normalize sex you know it's kind know. of the most i've ever liked charles that's funny i like charles when he was doing all of this little like helping the community out you know helping the kids you know talking about like how like he's like he's helped like f- you know create funds for like underprivileged kids like i like that when he was at the club like dancing i'm like no <laughs> oh, charles like i love that like you do you buddy I, I kind of loved, like, I understood, like, how that could have been, like, terrible, but the, that episode when they were trying to kind of recreate their, um, the media's perception to them, like, trying to get the media to like them, mm-hmm. you know, like, I kind of liked that, because, like, I felt for them a little bit, because, like, Charles had no choice, like, Charles had to marry Diana, but Charles didn't have to treat Diana like shit. You know, like that's, but then you feel for Charles because like Charles has always wanted to be with Camilla. That's all he's ever wanted. And now he's able to do that. But then like he has to be like, so 
careful with it because she's not Diana. So I feel for him there, but I don't feel for him that he's a fucking asshole and he probably was the yeah, one who was I, questioning Archie's uh, skin tone. But yeah. Yeah, look, I mean, people, like, there's a reason Charles is a piece of shit. Like, look at his childhood. There's there's definite reasons that he is the way he is. But reasons are not excuses. So I can feel bad for him in terms of, uh, you know, there, when he, there's that fight he has with Elizabeth. And he tells her, you know, if we were a normal family, we would have been taken away from you. Yeah, I mean, it's not, you know, that extreme, but it was, it kind of is in terms of, like, emotional negligence. And so yeah. I, 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 you know, as, 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 as much as I think, you know, he's this, you know, privilege I can't even wrap my head around. And, you know, in an institution that I do not think should exist. But at some point, he was just a little kid who wanted his mom and his mom could never be his mom. And that fucking sucks. Yeah, and he just wanted to go to Eton, but he was sent to the other school where, like, he had to run in the mud and hide because he was fucking scared. You know? Like, that's traumatic for anyone. And that sucks. I mean, yeah. monarchy fucking sucks. I mean, yeah. Emily, whenever you decide to move to London, like, and have to be, like, under monarchy, like, I, I feel for you. But also, <laughs> like, I can't wait for all the monarchy jokes I'm going to send to you because, you know, my hallmark fairy tale endings for you end up in london well probably not not in london i'll be in england but well maybe mm. <laughs> that's, that's still a big maybe attached to that but it's definitely not going to be wouldn't be london yeah uh, it would be like <laughs> like i imagine like have you ever seen the holiday with no Cameron we've talked Diaz. about this i've not seen this movie she has this like cute little cottage and it's like in the middle of nowhere and, like, it's all made from, like, it looks like just, like, a bunch of stone. And it's, like, nice and cozy inside. Like, that's where you're going to be is this, like, this <laughs> cute little, like, cozy home in, like, the middle of, like, London somewhere. Like, just happy and not dealing with American shit. Like, Me and my you know, dog. Yeah, you and your dog. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's rough here. Everything's so fucking expensive. I went to the store the other day and I wanted to get some, like, like sandwich meat. And it was like 10 bucks. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then I wanted to get a rotisserie chicken. And there's no rotisserie chickens. And I was really sad because I want my rotisserie chicken from Spartan Final. But then like those have, those are like now like nine bucks when like before there were like five or six. That's the, expensive for a fucking chicken. The one that shocked me last time I was at the grocery store was eggs. Oh God, how much are eggs now? I get them for like two bucks, like for 12 of them. Eight dollars. Where are you going? This was this was just like the local place. This was not super fancy free range. Egg. This was like standard fucking eggs, and it's because they have had so many like t chicken deaths from the whatever that bird flu thing is that's going around. It's like oh, really yeah. bad. But yeah, well, no poor chickens. Yeah. Like this was grocery store that is slightly more expensive than going to Trader Joe's but still generally that's still twice as much as eggs usually cost 
I know. Sometimes I love to like compare and contrast like prices. Like I always laugh because milk is cheaper at Trader Joe's than like, you know, my local grocery store. And like some like Trader Joe's, like a lot of their stuff is cheaper than like normal stuff. Like, you know, my frozen mac and cheese I get from Trader Joe's is like a dollar two ninety nine while like I go to the, the store and it's like three, four dollars. I'm like, what the fuck? Trader Joe's, I wish you were closer to me because I don't like to spend money because I'm poor. And California is really expensive. Help me. And New York's expensive, too. So maybe I should come with you to your cottage in London. I'll talk to Carlos after this episode. We'll see what we can do. Okay. It's going to be a full house. Uh, yeah. It's just sometimes, like, I want to win the lottery, but, like, that's so much money. You know? Then I want to be, like, an insufferable rich person. And, like, I think I'd rather be poor than, like, an insufferable rich person, you know? How about being a not insufferable rich person? Yeah, I don't know. With great power comes great responsibility, you know? Yeah, just like Batman says. <laughs> yeah, did you see the Spider-Verse trailer? No. It was fine. Not much but- there except for Oscar Isaac. Yeah. But speaking of trailers, we got a trailer for our friends over at the Bad Batch. Did you watch oh, the Bad Batch trailer? Bad Batch. I did. I, I technically I watched it like six months ago at Star Wars Celebration, but I'm happy to watch it again. It was I watched it today. Trailer. I liked it. Oh, what you think? I think it looks fun. Look, I, I I'm I'm glad that the show right after we're getting right after Andor is an animated show. I think that's smart because it lets me watch a Star Wars show. After having, you know, the super, supremely good Andor experience, I don't want to watch Mandalorian right now because I'd be going into it wanting too much. But the animated stuff is kind of on its own level. This is a show that I think is pretty cute. I liked most of the episodes. There are a couple ones of the last season. I'm like, meh. But for the most part, I enjoy the show. I like the Bad Batch. Like the characters, the Bad Batch. And I love I love our little girl Omega, and she's growing up a little bit, and she's still fucking adorable. And she's shooting at crab creatures with her little laser crossbow. She's got a helmet. Omega. I'm so glad we didn't get another Kaz or another Ezra. Sorry, oh Sal. My God. She's so much better. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for this show. I, I think it's fun, like, seeing, um, like, Corey and, like, all the people that are really into Clone Wars. Like, really excited to see the Bad Batch again. And especially, like, Commander Cody's going to be here. And I know Commander Cody's. I don't know why I'm laughing when I say, like, Com- Commander Cody is a beloved character. <laughs> when, like, he had, like, three seeds in Revenge of the Sith. And I guess he was in a couple episodes in the Clone Wars. But it just everyone loves Commander Cody. If he, if he wasn't Obi-Wan's clone, then, like, no one would like him. He's Look, I, I, all the clones are the same except the Bad Batch. They are the only clones who I know. Oh, Well, and, and obviously you'd like, you know, like, obviously you like our, our boy Boba Fett. But. Yeah, and, like, there's, like, fives. And yeah, then. No, they're all, the, they're all the same. All of them are the same except the Bad Batch. I could not tell you a distinguishing characteristic of any of the other ones. 
Well, one of them wears blue. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, that's that's really it. I mean, that's all I know for the clones. There's so many fucking clones. I mean, that's why they call them clones, Emily. There's so many of them. I mean, I suppose they were a clone army. That, Yeah, but no. No, I like... I like the show. I think it'll be. I think it'll be a good season. And not mm-hmm. if it's not good, then it doesn't really matter because I'm not that emotionally invested in it. I just think that Omega is cute, and I like her relationship with the with her brothers, especially Wrecker yeah. when they're going around eating space popcorn together. I need to go to Disney and try that space popcorn. I wonder if they have it at Disney Paris. Mm, I don't know. <sighs> I need to drag you to Disney Paris. I'm not going to Paris. I'm going to Scotland. But, but Emily, you're going to see French Mickey, French Mickey and his baguettes. You get to see. If, uh, okay, if there was a Scottish Mickey, I might go see that. But there's not a Scottish Mickey. That would be hilarious. Can wish. you imagine how shit Scotland Disneyland would be? It would be amazing. I can't imagine like just Scottish Mickey just being like. Hi, Mickey Mouse. Yeah, that you know, is like that's definitely a Scottish accent that you're doing. I don't know who's Scottish that we know. That we know? Yeah. N- n- no one. My uncle's Scottish. I should ask him what like French Mickey would be like or no Scottish Mickey would be like I still need to ask it I need I need him to give, give, give me like London tips like thank god I'm seeing him at Christmas because he's coming over we're doing like a bunch of like we do like the white elephant we play all these games on Christmas and then like my aunt brings all these like nice things that she makes like yeah so I'm excited for that Yeah, I should ask him. But yeah, um, Bad Batch looks good. I'm excited for Bad Batch. Um, it's it is a nice break before the Mandalorian. You are right because I feel like we are going to be like the only people to be like critiquing the Mandalorian well, because I mean, like the like, Mandalorian's not don't, perfect. Uh, yeah, all sorts of people don't like the Mandalorian. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, you know, like nothing's perfect. So I'm glad that. We can sit here and talk about like the imperfections instead of like being here being like everything is great, everything's awesome. I love Star Wars. Put me in your movies and put me on your red carpet. I'm good. Has there been any other Star Wars news? No, other than the like the skeleton crew shit. How Star Wars like isn't really a good employer. Yeah, that. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it too much just because we don't have any like details on it, but that didn't sound great. Um, oh, so Rogue Squadron is happening again? Maybe now that Water One Three is not happening. Yeah, because I guess it, the script is bad, so they told her bye. So now she's coming back to Star Wars, which <sighs> that's what you want to hear when they couldn't get a good script for Wonder Woman Three. Is how she's going to make a Star Wars movie. <laughs> Yeah. Fuck. Wonder Woman 2 was so bad. That was really bad. I remember watching that, like, on Christmas night, being like, am I dreaming? Like, am I asleep? Like, 
is this really happening? Like the fact that this was going to be in the movie theaters because it came out during COVID, like no one would have seen it. Oh my God. If I had seen that in movie theaters, I would have been so goddamn pissed off. Ooh, yeah. ooh, ooh, Glass Onion will be out next week. Everyone should watch that. It's amazing. I'm excited to watch it. I'm excited to see it again. Yeah, I love Ryan. I can't wait till he does Star Wars. Yeah. I just want him to do whatever he wants to do. That's a dream. Like, fucking James Cameron now. He's, like, with DC and trying to make it better. So good for... Not James Cameron. James, James Gunn. Gunn. Yeah. Good for James Gunn for making DC better. Because it needs to be better. Yeah. Because I'm, everything yeah. James Gunn has touched with DC has... I think has been better than what oh. he's done with Marvel. Yeah, I I quite like Guardians, but I like uh, the Suicide Squad and Peacemaker much more. Oh yeah, I loved Peacemaker. I, I really hope we're getting a season it. two soon. I was just rewatching it, and we better because it's so fucking good. Fucking John Cena, man, who knew? He's gold. I love oh. him. I've. I've been watching him since he was on Total Divas and then Total Bellas. Like I've watched like John Cena's John Cena go from reality star John Cena to movie actor and TV actor John Cena. It's amazing. He's, he's like really good on that show. He's so good. I know. I worry about HBO Max because I they're getting rid of a lot of shows. I hear right. Yeah, that's what happens when you hire a guy who ran a reality show network to fucking run your not reality show stuff it's bad it's really fucking bad oh, it's they're not like just they're not just like canceling shit they're taking they're taking westworld off they're just yanking off the service so they don't have to fucking pay royalties it's insane i hope they fire that guy soon he's the worst it's like the guy who runs Twitter now. Just because he, like, goes to space and, you know, has some cars doesn't mean that he can try to own Twitter. It's bad. Yeah, but no, it's it's really a shame because HBO Max used to be the best streaming network and that is uh, rapidly becoming not the case. I wish Disney Plus would get a little better. I wish that there was an option for you to, like, skip instead of because it only allows you to skip like five or ten second increments like i wish that you can just like drag the thing to like where you want to go like kind of like netflix i think that netflix is probably the best streaming service like we have and well i mean maybe in like in terms of interface not in terms of content oh that's true Yeah, some of their reality shows they've been doing, like, Love is Blind, like, that didn't end too well, and, like, but Too Hot to Handle is really good. I love that show, Emily. This is the show where mm -hmm. they have, like, these singles, and they put them on an island, and, like, at first they're like, oh, this is a show called, like, Wild Love, where you get to, like, find out about yourself and everything, and then everyone just tries to have sex with each other, and then, like, they tell them, like, you can't have sex while you're here, or else you lose money. This is a money show. You can win money if you don't have sex. So then, like, people learn how to create, like, intimate relationships without sex. And it's, like, really interesting. 
even though like they get off the island they just have sex but like they get some money too because like some of them decide not to have sex it was really good i really recommend it God too damn. hard to handle i wish i could get money to not have sex right like i would fucking win <laughs> like i emily it's money even like carlos is the same way carlos is like sitting there and he's like what are you doing that kiss cost six thousand dollars are you stupid you see, like, he agrees. Like, you know, a couple that gr- agrees together that, you know, I can win money for not having sex, like, stays together. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, is there anything else we should be talking about tonight? No, because there's no Star Wars news. So we're going to have to sit tight until Bad Patch comes. Okay, yeah, we'll have Bad Patch. That'll be fun. Next week, yeah. I'll have seen Avatar. I'll know the way of the water. The way of water, I guess. It's not the water. Ooh, well, hopefully you end up in, at Animal Kingdom sometimes so you can go to Pandora Land. It's really cool. Yeah, I recommend yeah, it. I've heard it's really actually really cool. Mm-hmm. There's a Target candle that smells just like Pandora. It's like this blue candle. It's like something like Waterfall or something. I highly recommend it. If you go to Target and see like this like blue waterfall candle and you smell it and it smells like Pandora, thank me because I'm the one who told you. Okay. <laughs> Brittany, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as Kanto Brit. What about you? I'm on Twitter and Instagram at EFLind. The show is at CantoByPod and you can send us email CantoByPod at gmail.com Otherwise, uh, thank you for listening. And we will talk to you all next time. Bye. Bye. Uh, Kanto bitch number one doing it fulcrum style. Uh, check it out. Listen up, y'all, because this is it. Fuck all the rest, be a Kanto bitch. Brittany, the Jinj, and Emily Lynn. Bet on these two to show place and win. These are the girls you've been looking for. Unique takes on Star Wars and more. Listen every week for laughs and fun. Take it from me, Kendall Bitch number one.